Welcome to the Tim and James universe. The TJU is proud to present 31 Days of Horror, The Revenge. What seems to be the problem? Fearing for your life? Snap out of it! You act like you've never seen a dead body before! What is up, all you fucks out there? Welcome to day 15 of 31 Days of Horror. Whoa, already, buddy? We're almost done. Was that, was that pretty loud? No. Oh, okay, it's it sure sounded loud on my end. No, it's good. Um, I, think usually I, have that, the wrong, huh? I think usually that's how it does. That's how it sounds. I have the wrong movie up on my Wikipedia. I have the first one. There we go. All right. Uh, so yeah, today's film is uh, Return of the Living Dead Part Three. Um, we did the first Return of the Living Dead. Was it last year? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe, might have been last year, or maybe the year before. But um, super fucking love that one. Uh, and now we are here with Part Three, which continuing the theme from the last uh, episode of Thirty One Days, another film I watched numerous times as a young lad, um, and thoroughly enjoyed it. And also had quite the fucking crush on the main chick in it. Uh, this is like, this is the beginning of my, like, wow, goth chicks are pretty hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a little bit of a solo-ish episode, because I have not seen this movie, but the buddy has. Yeah, I try to so, get the buddy to watch it, but he just hasn't yet. Yeah, it's just, you know. And and I, I even told him things that would make him interested, like how this film has connections to society and whatnot. And Reanimator, but he just didn't watch it. It's fine, buddy. Is it? This will be a quicker episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was uh, directed by Brian Usna, who of course directed Society, also directed the first Guyver film, produced Reanimator. Um, it stars uh, Melinda Clark. Huh? You're you're still sharing your screen. Oh, am I? Okay. Uh, is it making it bad? No, I just don't. I just don't want to. Okay, I always forget. Yeah. Um, it doesn't help that I don't have my mouse for this computer right here, so I'm doing the fucking stupid trackpad. Ah, uh, yeah. Although the, I, I forget this one's touchscreen too. I'm just gonna use the touchscreen. Um, uh, my personal computer and my work computer now have touchscreens. Pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, this came out October 29th, 1993, just in time for Halloween that year. Whoa. Uh, budget was two million. Oh my god, budget was two million dollars. Uh, take, care to take a guess at the box office? Uh, 126,000. Shockingly close. 54,000. Oh, oh, Jesus. Why was it so bad? It's, nobody liked it, buddy. But that's, that's hard to do. <laughs> I guess it just didn't get wide released. Um, holy shit. Uh, has a 55% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Average Metacritic score 4.8 out of 10. So, I mean, look, yeah. 
full disclosure, it's not as good as the first one. Um, this is actually kind of a uh, romantic horror film, actually, because the the main focus is on uh, young loves. What are their names? Uh, Kurt and Julie. Uh, Julie is the chick you see on the poster, who's super hot. Um, uh, and Kurt's dad works for the military, and they sneak on this military base that he works at, and they see this uh, experiment going on because the military knows of the the gas that turns people into zombies from the first one. Okay. Because remember, like the first one, like they burned, they burned the corpse they brought back, um, and. It, and the smoke went up into the air, but then it rained. So everything it rained on came back to life. Yeah, I remember so that. pretty the, good. Yeah, the zombies in this franchise are it, it it spreads extremely easily, and they are much harder to kill because shooting them in the brain does absolutely nothing. That's right. Yeah, that uh, that one dog got cut in half, and half of it was still like moving around on the ground, like it was alive. Like yeah, like, nothing could stop these. Yeah, like burning it is the only way to actually get rid of it. But there's still a problem there. And that it's you're still it's still super contagious. Yeah. Um, so, like uh, the the military's doing like this experiment because they think they figured out a way to actually uh, kill them or at least shut them down long enough to do something. It's like this super elaborate bullet where they have to have like a gun plugged in and it like charges up right and it fires it. Um. So they like they re- they bring this one corpse. They reanimate it because they expose it to some of the uh, stuff in one of the containers. They still have bodies in the containers, like in the first one. Um, <clears throat> they expose the dead the corpse to it. It comes back to life, and Julian Kurt are watching all of this. They're like, "What the fuck's going on? Was that guy just dead?" Um. They the military shoots him in the head. Shoots the zombie in the head to show, "Hey, we did it. We have this new weapon. We have a, a way to fight them." Um, and so the doctors in the little area are putting the zombie back away, but the fucking thing wears off and he comes back and bites one of the doctors and all fucking hell ensues in that little closed off room. Like one doctor gets bit and then comes back almost immediately, kills the other guy, um, and to shut down the whole fucking thing. And the project is considered a failure. Kurt and Julie run the fuck away. Um, they go back home and they're, they're con- they confront Kurt's dad, because Kurt's saying, um, you know, a bit of a problem at work, son. I'm getting uh, reassigned. We have to move again. He's like, but dad, I just, it's a typical military family thing. We just moved here. I have friends. I have my I have my girlfriend. I'm in love. Like, yeah. sorry, get your shit. We're leaving. He's like, I'm not leaving, dad. Sorry. Um, so Kurt and Julie leave on his motorcycle. And then, buddy, wouldn't you know it, they get into an accident. <laughs> God. Julie flies off the fucking motorcycle, uh, lands on the ground, breaks her neck. She's dead. Oh, no. Um, but then he, he gets that look on his face like, wait a minute. We just saw death isn't the end. So he sneaks her back on the base and exposes her. And she comes back and she's like freaking the fuck out. She's like, what the fuck just happened? Like, my neck feels weird. Why am I cold? Um. And over the course of like a little bit of time, she's like, oh, God, I'm just so fucking hungry. Like, I need to, we need to stop and give me some food. So, um, against his better judgment, they stop at like this liquor store where there's these two, there's like this Mexican group of Mexican guys. They're playing, uh, I think they're playing like a Street Fighter or something. Um, but they kind of get into it because the chick like bumps into one of them or something or other. 
and there's just some uh, hostility there. But then the Mexican guys rob the liquor store, end up shooting the clerk. Um, and as the Mexican guys are, and there's just one chick with them too. As they leave the store, she bites one of their arms because she sees it exposed. And like, oh, that's good. Because she was eating like uh, cupcakes in the, in the in the store or whatever. And she's like, this isn't doing anything for me. Um, she takes a bite of his arm and he's like, ah, what the fuck? He like punches her and they leave. And then Kurt's like, what the fuck was that? Why'd you do that? <laughs> um, and then later on in the movie, we see those same guys driving around in the car and that dude in the back seat getting real fucking sick. Um, the one who got bit. Yeah. And they're all like, oh man, that bitch gave me rabies or something, man. Uh, they were talking like that. Um, no, I know. And so they were like, fuck that. We gotta go find these gringos. So, uh, they get, oh yeah, the, 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 the clerk is not dead, but he is shot. Um, and so they get back in a, they get in a van and then the clerk's like, please help me. He's like, okay, get in. We'll take you to hospital. Um, as they're driving the, the Julie just fucking eats, starts eating the guy. Uh, and Kurt looks back, goes, Julie, what the fuck? I'm sorry, I'm hungry. It's like, what's going on? This isn't good. Um, and then they end up at like the famous L.A. Aqueduct thing. You know that thing. Yeah. Because um, it's in L.A. Um, where she like realizes like something's wrong with me. Like this isn't good. And she jumps off the bridge. Um, and so and start she gets lands on the water and gets taken out. And so she's like Julie. So he runs after her. He finds her body at like, the end and like this pile of shit. And she's obviously still, you know, I mean, she's a zombie, but she's still alive. Yeah. Uh, they see a homeless guy down there who starts talking to him about some weird, just saying weird shit like homeless guys do. Um, but then the Mexican crew, crew shows up and the homeless guy's like, all right, come on, let's get you out of here. Looks like they're after you. And he takes this like, elaborate tunnel system to his like little area that he has uh, in there. So he closes the door, locks the door to try and protect them. Um. And throughout the little bit, she's been, like, kind of, like, digging, like, her nails into her arm and stuff because the, the, she says the pain makes the hunger go away for a little bit. Okay. So she's kind of hurting herself, um, which is why on the cover you see that she has, like, a bunch of, like, claws on her. She has pieces of glass sticking out of her arm and her face. Yeah, I, I didn't I've seen the picture before. Yeah. So that's – we're getting to that part. Uh, so the, the crew finds him um, and the – Kurt goes outside. And I think the homeless guy does too, and they're just kind of like, you know, where's that bitch at, man? We want, you know, she look at look at our boy. He's like near fucking death. Um, so they're kicking her ass, and in in the uh, in the little place, it shows her like taking pieces of glass and things and like putting them in her skin because it like it makes her feel good. Oh, um, yeah, and so that's when she comes out uh, with the look like you, that you just said you saw. But she's got her titties out. Ah. So young me, not only was like she's super hot, but she's like, there's titties there. Like, oh, my God. What's happening down there? They're, they're dead titties, buddy. God damn it. She still looks good, though. You ah. saw them earlier in the movie, too. God damn it. Before they were dead. Um, and so the main Mexican guy goes, oh, you know, only, you know. Uh, 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 <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure he didn't say that. <laughs> but he... This is a this is a horror comedy movie in the 1990s. I pre he may have fucking said it. Yeah, you. Right. <laughs> they were doing this is Brian Usna. Um, 
I honestly, I think he actually may have. I'm pretty sure they were using the accents that everybody, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he like takes her and like, I'm gonna go have some fun with this one, eh? And they close the door and you hear a bunch of shit. Um. But obviously she's she's killed him. She like rips his fucking like head off with like his spine dangling through, and she comes when she comes back out, she, she's like holding it. Um. Uh, yeah. But the so. She starts starts just killing everybody. She starts eating him and everybody. But then, like a little bit later on, when they reanimate, it, it's this is like what I wanted you to see most because especially the main guy, who he like fucking connects his spine back or something to his body, and so he's just kind of like this zombie body with this dangly spine with a head on it, like hanging off of the top of his body, and it was pretty fucking gnarly looking. Did it look as cool as uh? Oh, fuck, what was that? Uh, the one that Peter Jackson directed. Oh, Dead uh, Alive. Yeah, remember how in the and the the one that had like his spine ripped out, but it, that stayed up while the body hung down. Yes, it's same kind of idea there. That's pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty fucking gnarly. But um, the military shows up and he Kurt realizes like, yeah, you're maybe we shouldn't have done this. And so he kind of steps out of the way and lets the military shoot her with the little trank thing. Because oh, no. it looks like it looks like when they when they shoot them, it looks like they get cold, like they sort of uh, freeze. It's not it doesn't it's not permanent, so they got to be quick. But that's basically kind of what they do. Um, they explain why the other ones are zombies, but yet she could still fully function and talk and everything. Kind of a loose explanation. Like she is slowly going that way. Uh, but they were someone said some kind of thing like they have such an intense emotional connection that she's fighting it off longer mm. where it's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but sure. Okay. I would have, I would have guessed like, uh, shit. Like, uh, uh the one with Maybe Jeffrey Combs. she was with who? The one with Jeffrey Combs. Reanimator. Yeah. Like maybe cause she was fresh. Like she had just died. Maybe Could be that. Or she kept her intelligence. Maybe because she was exposed to like the fucking pure, like, vapor form from the barrel and she wasn't like bitten by somebody yeah i don't know but they just kind of give it like her emotional connection a power of the heart kind of thing mm. you see movies do that whatever it's not a big deal yeah um uh so yeah towards the towards the end like she's kind of sealed up with all of them he's at the military base with his dad because they're getting ready to they're gonna go but then he kind of just goes to see her one last time um and he sees like the homeless guy too who now is a zombie, but they have him like they're doing different experiments now that his gun thing failed. Like there's other military chick who like, like I'm going to take control of the research now. And so her plan is to just make them weapons instead of trying to kill them. So he has like the homeless guy in like this big fucking mech suit. Oh, God um, damn it. Yeah. So he's got like, you know, like, like sort of Elysium style. Yeah. Uh, and it just, and he's just like yelling in pain and it's just like, Oh, that's kind of brutal looking. But then he sees his uh his girlfriend who's now conscious and uh I can't remember exactly what the motivation is, but he he fucking is like, God fuck, I can't do this and he he breaks her out. He breaks the homeless dude out who starts killing everybody. But like he's the homeless guy's still like aware enough, like, hey, you I like you. Let me get this person out of your way. <laughs> so you can so you can get out of here. Yeah. Um meanwhile there's also like the fucking barrel guy is now running around there. He got out too. Um, 
But uh, through all of this chaos, Kurt himself gets uh, bit by one of the one of the zombies. Oh no! So he he his dad comes up to him at some point. It's like Kurt, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And he's like, "Sorry, dad, I can't now." And he shows him. Um, and so he takes his girlfriend back to like this back room, the incinerator room, turns it on, and they just kind of have like a nice little moment together. And then boom, credits. Uh, Jesus. They go out together, buddy. True love. Uh, yeah, is that what true love really is? Yeah. <laughs> Going out together, not living to be monsters. God damn it. It sounds like a little bit more of a cohesive story than the first one. Because the first one was like, the shit spreads and they're just trying to like survive. But like, there's yeah. a lot of other shit going on. Like, like the goddamn zombie directing the cops where to go. God, so good. The first one is better, but yeah, there's there is a it's a more focused because it's mainly on these two young people. So did this one take place on the same night or like is it? No, no, time has passed. Oh, okay. Yeah, they because they remember at the end of the fucking first movie they nuke the town. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. So okay. they got it contained. I don't remember what happened. I don't know what happens in the second one. I don't think I've ever even seen the second one. Uh, but I, I've seen one in three. Um, I saw three first <laughs> growing oh, up. God damn it! Is this one was on TV all the fucking time? It was I've on R- HBO or something. TV. You know, you know what it was? Because growing up, I had a black box. Uh, so I got all the pay per view channels. I got all the HBOs and Showtimes or whatever. So maybe that's how I saw these movies more often. That could be it. Maybe they'd be on there. Because uh, there was another one too, like House. Like I saw that so many times. I don't know if it's because I had it on tape or it was on TV, but uh. A whole bunch of movies I saw just so many times. Um, but yeah, I cool. I'm so torn because like the movie itself, probably a one thumber, but Lordy, the chick is hot in it. Uh-huh. And, and growing up, such a one of my first crushes, her and Kimberly. Oh, Kimberly is my number one. Two different. St- well, now it's Trini, but two different styles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> knowing that she likes to rub against uh, boners. What? Remember, the Red Ranger told that story how they were cold and they're all standing close together and she was oh. like up against them. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and she, I think he was like eighteen and she was like twenty, so she was like older. It is something about rewatching it where it's like, man, Trina was way hotter than I remember. Like, what happened? Uh, you know what? It, well, it's because the preferences change, and like the buddy's a bigger fan of Asians than he was when he was younger. I think at the time, it's because Kimberly looked closer to our age, so it was more like a crush. And then like she always wore like short shorts, so you saw her legs. Like Trini usually wore pants or something. Like she was she, every once in a while she was in shorts. Maybe yeah. But like you saw more Kimberly wore like a little vest and like shorty shorts, and she did more gymnastics, so she was always like flipping and spinning. So I think it was more like, ooh, look at that. Very true. Yeah. All right. And the buddy over there obviously hasn't have a rating because he didn't see it. But um, yeah, uh, I'm hoping. Uh, the, Sounds better the than house. Buddy. <laughs> I think you. I don't know. I think you might have had the same reaction to both. Like, like, yeah, the movie's kind of OK, but there's there's good stuff that, that pops me off. So, yeah, one thumb. I kind of yeah. feel like because I gave I just give it a one thumb, you know. Oh. But uh, pretty good. Again, this one again probably not as good as I remember it being, but still like not bad. 
Yeah. But, uh, yep. Still hot. <laughs> and we'll see you at the scary movies. Boom! Wow! That sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at Sandman Rios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs>